Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the McDonald's app, you can get your favorite thing delivered to your door. So if you were looking for a reason to skip washing those dishes you left in the sink, consider this a sign. Right now, get $0 delivery fee with any purchase of $15 or more, only in the app. At participating McDonald's, minimum purchase excludes tax and service fees. Delivery prices may be higher than in restaurants. Other fees may apply, not valid with any other offer, discount, or coupon. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi everybody, it's Chris here from the Gallagate Shots YouTube channel. Just to let you know, as always, this podcast is now part of the 90 Minute Football Network and proudly sponsored by www.pt-4-u.co.uk. Enjoy the episode. Good evening, everybody. We are back for our preview for the Newcastle United versus Burnley game. As you can tell, Decker is with me once again. Decker, scale of 1 to 10, how nervous are you going in this game? Hey, at the minute, I'm about a 6, I'd say. About a, yeah, 6. Yeah, I'm all right. I, I was the same as Norwich. I, I wasn't particularly nervous until it got to like the night before, do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like it's, it then starts to, um, I think it, to be really honest with you, it goes a, a little bit to what Bestie said on Monday where I don't want to get relegated, right? Let's get that very, very clear. Yeah. But I don't feel as the dread that I think I would have if the regime was the same way as it was before. Um, okay. like if I had Ashley and Bruce was in charge, I would feel like it's a, it's a 10 pointer on Saturday. Does that make sense? Whereas at the minute I'm like, okay, like, I hope we're still, but if I, can't, I still have that feeling if we don't, then we're still in safe hands. It'll be fun while we're down there type of thing, um, which may be the wrong attitude, but it's just how I feel. Yeah, I, th- I think, though, this, the, they've just mentioned this on, on Extra Time, so if people haven't watched Extra Time or weren't watching live, you can go back and watch that with uh, Roger and Laura. Um, Laura mentioned it on there as well that not so long ago when the rumours of the takeover was going through, the question that was on social media was, would you take relegation if it meant the, the back of, of Mike Ashley. <laughs> and we all sat there and said, yeah. And, and once again, Laura said this, but now that it feels real, yeah. 
it, it's not great. It, it's not a great situation that we found ourselves in. We said this on Monday night on, on the podcast. I think we said it on, on reaction after the Norwich draw as well, mate, that the damage was done way before the takeover, right. long, long before the takeover. And yep. it, it would have been a different beast, this football club, if that had happened in the summer. But it didn't. We're in this situation now. Then we're going in that game on Saturday against a team, a fellow team who was in the relegation zone. And once again, just as we went into that Norwich game, you need all three points out of this one. Oh, well, even more so that you've, you haven't been able to beat Norwich. I mean, obviously, um, it, it, it's a funny one, how, maybe how confident I would have felt if I had beat Norwich going into Saturday. Um, you would have been thinking, God, can we get two wins on the bounce? You know, things like that. But th- this is absolutely must win now. We can't, even a draw is not good enough. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If, if we had a one on one on against Norwich, perhaps picking up a point here gets you four points, which a lot of people, I think, yeah. kind of said, didn't they? That oh, four points will be be okay. Um, so it's, it's an absolute must win because I feel as if we don't win now, even though there's still enough games remaining, there's still enough points to play for, not being able to get a win within your first 15, I think, I think you're in big trouble. Like. So, so some of the things that we'll have to focus on going in this Burnley game, mate, is the the starting eleven and the formation that we're going to be playing. Obviously, Debravica is going to be in there. Uh, a lot of criticism coming in for him for the the goal that we conceded. But I was looking at the comments from our video, which we did, and a lot of people defending Debravica, saying that he couldn't really done much else with that um, clearance. I, I still disagree with that. To be fair, have you, have you seen it back? Have you? I'm guessing you've seen it back. Aye. Yeah. 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 I, still, I, still, I do feel as that's all the comments are different. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. Um I think a lot of people are concerned about what happens with the centre back yeah. situation now because yeah. Fernandez came on arguably a man of match performance from Fernandez. Yep. Now Lascelles' ban, single game ban is over. Club captain, he's gonna walk back into that squad, isn't he? Sadly, yes. Yeah. And it's obviously what we spoke about on post match battle because it was Almost one of the first things we thought about, wasn't it? Was you know, just that back four continue on yeah. a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do feel that with Lascelles being club captain, um, in fairness, technically he scored right on, on Eddie Howe's first. Well, he wasn't there, but it was his first game. He got a goal, he's the captain. He's technically had a week off, <laughs> he's had a rest. Yeah. Um, I, I think he's in. I, I think I think it'll be him and Shea. Um, I know Shea went down, didn't he? In the, it, it, I, I know he continued, by the way, the, the full game, but he did go down injured and it looked a bit uh, troublesome, I thought. It, it, so, first half? First half? Yeah, it was the, down like that, Because well, I just lost, lost Clark as well, and I thought, oh my mm. God, don't say we're going to lose another one. Um, but it, I think if Shea's fit to go, I think it'll be Lascelles and Shea. Uh, not that I want that, but I think that's what it'll be. Would you be shocked if you see three centre-backs? Yes, I would be. Very shocked. Uh, I, I think... Personally, I think he'll match Burnley and go four four two, just like we did mm. actually on uh, Norwich. Um, but you know, to be fair, I mean, does he know his best team yet? You would like to think he would certainly think what he's back for is his best back four, but he's still probably finding things out and searching for a formula that works. So I get what you're saying about going. Could he go back to three at the back? Maybe he could, but I think was we'll, I think he'll stay with four, and I think mm. it'll be four four two. I think yeah. Fraser will come back in as well. I feel like Fraser will because obviously Fraser got hooked early doors. Mm. So I, th- I think Fraser may come back in. So, so if, we're, if we're going for the back, then then let let's just say it, it is Lascelles and uh, Fabian Scher there. Lewis keeps his spot at left back. Mankiw again at right back. Yes, mate. For me, yes. Do you, do you think Lewis will, or do you think Richie will come back in? Um, I think Lewis did a good job against Norwich, mm-hmm. so I think it would yep. be pretty harsh to drop him. 
So it's not like the Lascelles situation where he's club captain. It's 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 easier to bring Lascelles back into it than what it is bringing Richie back into the team. So for me personally, I'm I'm starting Lewis there. Yes. Well, well, personally for me, I think I know again Norwich aren't the strongest of opposition, right? But having said that, for me, Lewis after that performance has made the position his, um, and I think Richie, I think Lewis would have to do a mistake for Richie to come back into that position. Because at the end of the day, I'll go back to what we've said for weeks and weeks, mate. As we've said, you've got a left back sitting on the bench who can play the position that we require. So yeah. for me, he plays, um, and I was I was impressed with him against Norwich. I was so yeah. I hope, hopefully he does start. Midfield, another one, another hard one, another hard decision that Eddie Howe has to make there is the fact that does Willick continue to get that starting spot? Because another game passes him by, in my opinion, against Norwich. He just seemed a bit off the pace, majority of it. Um, argument is, who do you bring in? Does Hayden come back into there to, to secure that midfield up? It's it's a strange one because we've saw Longstaff start and Longstaff struggled. He came on as a sub the other weekend and he just couldn't get into the game with the Brentford game. Mm. He couldn't get up to speed with that one. Mm. That's, to me, I'm bringing Hayden back into that team. Um, I haven't been impressed with Willick at all at any game, if, I, if I'm being honest. Um, what I will say, maybe you give him one more game. Because I do feel that Willick's a more attacking option, of course, than than Hayden. Mm. I think Hayden's yeah. more defensive minded, which isn't a bad thing, by the way. But if we play four four two, um, I would I would like to see Willick start. But what I will honestly say is, if he doesn't perform in this game, he hasn't done it against Brentford, he hasn't done it against Norwich, hasn't done it against Burnley. I then start to question. Hmm, We've played some really poor opposition mm. there, in fairness, and you haven't been able to have any type of uh, foothold in the game. Um, I would then start to really worry, if I'm honest with you. Um, about... I think the problem, if we're looking at a 4-4-2 formation here to match Burnley, is it means somebody's missing out. It means somebody's getting dropped. Is, is Julian on getting dropped? Is Sane getting dropped? Because which form, who would you start on the on the, on the flanks? So you, you've got the centre um, midfield. Who's going left? Who's going right? Uh, for me, I, w- I would put Saint left. Um, I would put Fraser right, and I'd put Joe Linton behind Wilson. That's what I would do. Okay. Um, mm. That's if we're matching, by the way. Sorry, if, if we're matching, um, mm. that, that's what I would do. Um, I still, I still worry slightly, to be honest, with Shelby and Willock as the centre pairing in a four-four-two. I just feel like none of them can really put the foot in. To be honest, there's no sort of holding midfielder there like Hayden gives you. Um, and to go back to what I said. I think on Monday night, personally, I'd like to see three in there. And I'd like to see Hayden there. Don't get us wrong. Hayden there alongside Shelby and Willock is what I would like. Um, so you, You've been showing this from the rooftop for God knows how many years, Dick. I haven't. I know. I feel like I'm field. repeating myself. I feel like I, <laughs> I know I, people are probably sick of it. But uh, it's it's. I suppose it's a topical conversation when we talk about shape and players and formations mm. and stuff. Uh, I, I just, I just, I'm a big fan of three in midfield, especially if you're going to play a three-prong attack. because you, You've got your two wide men. It depends on what you're going to play exactly, but I just like the idea of three in midfield because um, it gives you a little bit of stability in there um, for me anyway. But it'll be so. What what do you want to see? Like obviously we've taught there. Do you want to see four at the back? Are you not bothered? Do you want to see three at the back? You're fine with? What do you feel? I I would like to see the same like the same as what Daryl's just said there. Same same starting eleven, but obviously uh, Ferry coming in for Clark yeah. and yeah. and because I, I felt a bit harsh on on Fraser not getting that chance. 
Yeah, uh, he was. He's obviously ninth minute, and he's the one that's that's that sacrificed. Um, yep. it's his game that's completely out the window there. So for me, I would like to see what Eddie Howe was planning against Norwich, but obviously with with Fetty coming in four o'clock, because obviously would have be been a game plan there. And like like you said earlier, it's it could be a case that Norwich are going to be set up completely different to what Burnley are. You know, you know what you're going to get from Burnley. It's been yeah. the same since bloody. Will have existed to be honest yeah. with Bernie. It's just going to be lumping the ball's diagonals towards the back posts and, and hoping yeah. for the best. And but I think with Fernandez in there, I think in the air he's going to win a lot, a hell of a lot. I really think. Well, the, the, obviously they've got Chris Wood, who mm. is is a real physical presence. Yeah. I don't, you know, I, I actually don't think he's too bad of a footballer, to be quite honest with you. But he's certainly mm. a physical, a physical threat. In, in 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 fairness, yeah, and I will be honest, I'm 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 not a fan of the cells. Um, yeah, what I was, but I'm not as much now. But what I would say is that a Burnley kind of opposition is maybe okay for him, you know, because he mm. it's going to be direct, it's going to be in the air, and I think the, the ball. Cells, yeah, I think the cells can handle that. It, it's the problem you've got with the cells is when he has to think, or when he has a player in and around him, you know, like a busy player, like a a, a tricky player. That's when he struggles. Mm. Um, Whereas he might be fine against the likes of Chris Wood. Uh, in, in fairness, uh, go back to the cup game that I remember. Lascelles played really well in that cup game. To be honest, mm. uh, I know we lost it on pens, like, but you know, by the by, uh, but yeah, I, th- I, I think I the problem agree. that I have though, Dick, I think the problem that has, and, and how long have we been seeing this that we always struggle to stop the cross, and against Burnley, you know that's going to be happening constantly. And yep. if if you're putting your defenders under pressure, winning every single ball in the year, it's not going to happen all game. They're going to get chances unless you're stopping those those crosses. Yep. So obviously, if if Lewis is starting at left back, well, well obviously we had the argument on Monday night with Decker. Eh, sorry, with Mark closing the winger down. Eh, Richie closing the winger down, which never happened. <laughs> Still hasn't yeah. happened. I've watched it back. God knows how many times. Yeah. Um, hopefully, was with Lewis. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, I think I've still got the slide on the, on the screen. <laughs> um, so hopefully with Lewis, uh, you've got more chance of stopping the, the balls coming into the box. Um, same with Mankiw on the right-hand side. Um, those it, It's their positions at the end of the day, left-back and right-back there. And for me, mate, that's crucial for this game. I, I yeah. agree with you. We need to control midfield. The only way we can really control that midfield is probably having three in there. Um, Saint, to, to me, I mentioned this to, to you after Norwich, and, and I know we had a man sent off, but for Saint, to me, on he just didn't look like himself in that mm-hmm. game. So I'm hoping for big things from him as well. The likes of Burnley, you'd be thinking, right, Saint, just go wild, break some angles, go wild. Yeah, well, obviously, Bardsley's uh, apparently not fit, um, mm. and I, and I always. If, I, if I'm honest, you know, Abadzi's like, right, he, he, he hates us and plays the game. Yeah. And he's the type of defender that you would expect Saint to take advantage of. But I think if he gets hit by someone early, it might have the sort of the, the a different effect. Like, But he's not playing. So that'll be interesting. But I know that, uh, that Tarkovsky's back for, for Burnley. Yeah. He's been missing. He's back. So he's a good well, defender. I remember so. as well, Burnley only played last night. Was it last night they played? Yeah, yes, it was, yeah, it was against Wolves. Yeah, yeah. Wolves. Yeah. So the, was, the, it, was it nil-nil draw? Nil-nil. Now they're unbeaten in the last five games, Burnley. Mm. Um, but they haven't won. I think they haven't won a game away from home in the last eight games. The last eight Premier League games. So Dr. Newcastle, we'll, we'll probably see you now. But uh, they haven't won in the last eight Premier League games away. So I mean, you know, like, but they're unbeaten in the last five. So so obviously means they're hard to beat. I watched the Wolves game actually against them, and to be quite honest, they were they were. 
Burnley were poor. They were lucky. They were very lucky to get a point mm. against Wolves. Like, um, I, I, I just feel like if we're, if, if we're just, the, 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 me worry is is the pressure on the players. That's that is me worry because I'm sitting. It's a huge game. We, is, we, we are sat here and, and, and yeah. we are a little bit worried. Those players thinking, yeah. shit, this. this I, I, I don't want to say last chance saloon, but it's it's for for any form of of hope for me and probably for the players as well you're resting everything on that side of the game yeah you are you are because I think if you look at the reaction from the Norwich game or even before the Norwich game Fraser was saying things like it's a must win tonight like mm. he was saying that about the Norwich game so they all know how important it is on Saturday um, and uh, you know that can sort of make some players freeze in, in that kind of occasion you know what I mean you're hoping the opposite happens um, if we could get off to a quick start and, and maybe grab a goal, that would be amazing to settle everyone's nerves. But New, it's Newcastle, mate, and we never do things the easy way. Um, the, the one thing that you would hope is that hope uh, you would hope that uh, people have learned or the players have learned from Clark's uh, nine-minute situation. You know, do, like, do you think they would have though, mate? Like, I'm, I'm how many times so. do we see daft errors uh, in that back yeah. four, and they never learn. Well, I think I think errors in terms of like you know maybe Mark and incorrectly yeah. giving the ball away, but I mean error, you know like having Stupid. your wits about you. Yeah, be careful in a challenge. Be ca- how important it is to ha- still remain eleven players, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Let's hope that that has been eradicated and how ha- probably rinsed them all of them dry, not just Clark, you know. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean we need to we, to have any chance of winning this game. We need to have eleven on the field. Put it that way. Mm. I think you need a big performance out of uh, Callum Wilson as well. Uh, last couple of games, he's been the one player that hasn't really had the spotlight because the rest of the players have stepped up. So obviously, Joe Linton and, and Shelby stealing the, stealing the credit, really, uh, yeah. and the plaudits from everyone. I think this is a game where Wilson, to, to me, this is the sort of game that he's suited at. Obviously, a physical game, getting in, in the likes of the centre-backs' faces. And to me, I'm, I'm putting Wilson on the score sheet on Saturday, like... Obviously, I mean, he's, he's a threat all the time. He might. The thing is with Wilson, he might not touch the ball much in a game, but he's still got that. You know, he's still got that goal in him. That, as I mentioned just before, with Tarkovsky coming back, um, he's, he's going to have a tough afternoon. Wilson. And mm-hmm. me, me concern is personally when I've watched her, not necessarily most of the Brentford game, if in truth, but we still are quite direct. And mm-hmm. Wilson's just having to try his best to shield the ball and you know wrestle with defenders. And to be honest, with you, he, he gives more fouls away than anything else. By yeah. trying to to, to yeah. outmuscle the defender, I just would like, like to see that probably aren't necessarily fouls no, most not, of the time, no, mate. No, similar, not. similar to um, Mirovic, very, very similar. Mirovic, where yeah. Mirovic was winning the balls and, and just being a bit rough, um, and everything going against him, and it would seem exactly the same with with um, uh, Wilson. I'm hoping that wouldn't give Wilson, you know, service, actual service. Yeah. You know what I mean, like getting crosses in the box, but good, good quality crosses, not just direct balls up to him. You know. Mm. But, I guess we'll see. Yeah. Um, he does. Scott, he, like, he does like a goal against Burnley. He does. He does. <laughs> um, so Saints, obviously, the last season it was when, was it when he was just back from COVID? Is that when he got, it was pr- the first pr- game back from COVID? Yeah. Well, maybe, I think it might have been, he came off the bench, I know that much, and he completely changed the game. He scored really the test, didn't he? Yeah. His goal was absolutely insane as well. Uh, absolutely insane. Um, I'm sure he scored in the home game as well, and I think you might have said it, Wilson. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. So Saints got that, you know. I mean, and that's why I, I forgive him probably more than anybody. I seen people on Twitter actually yesterday saying that they're infuriated by him. He's the most what was the word? 
the most infuriating player I've ever had and all this. And I'm thinking, God, I'm like, we don't deserve good things if you're going to start complaining like that about someone like that. Like, <laughs> let's just chill out a bit. Like, you know what I mean? It's always those sort of players, though, isn't it, mate? That, that obviously yeah. get those. Obviously, Ben Off, I got it as well. It's it, just it, mad, it's those well, Mark, yeah. Mark, Mark's, Mark's, Mark's a funny one because he has a very similar vibe to the Ben Arthur situation with him. You know, it's, I'm not saying he doesn't like him or rate him, but he has this, he almost has this thing inside which is happy to criticize him and almost wants him to do for mm. us sometimes. I'm like, what nurse going on here? I, I just look at other players that we've got in the squad. I mean, for example, the stuff I'm seeing on, on social media about, tw- uh, sorry, St. Maxim sometimes, I, I think I said this to you, didn't I? And before we even started live like, the other night, the difference between Shelby and Willock lately. So, I see Shelby just get shit all the time. The last couple of games, not so much. But generally speaking, mm. he's lazy, he's this, he's that, giving the ball away all the time. I haven't heard a single peep about Willock playing poor. Not a single. I haven't seen nothing. In, in my opinion, Willock's been a ghost in many games. And I just I feel agree. if that was Shelby, Christ, there'd be hell on. But anyway, sorry, I'm on a rant there. Apologise. No, no, you, you're right, mate. You're 100% right. Um, I fully agree with, with you there. Um, so, so the game itself, mate, if... I don't want to be too negative there, but I have to ask you this question. <laughs> Somebody like me, I have to ask you the question. This is what we would do, and this is a lot. A lot of people are pinning everything on this game on Saturday. If we don't come away with three points, would you say that's us done? Yes, yes. Well, yes. Because in fairness, I said before the Norwich game, I thought we were done. Um, and I, I feel. Yeah, I think if we get BTR, I, I do feel that's it. I mean, the, I tell you what, honestly, the only thing that is in the back of my mind that's kind of given us any any tra- kind of hope is the window. You know, mm. is it possible that somehow we'll do some really, really good business and all of a sudden shoot up the table? But to, to be, as I've mentioned at the start there, to be going 15 games without a win, it, and bearing in mind the opposition we've played against, you know what I mean? We've, we've played some... Winnable games for Southampton at home, Brentford we've, at home. We've played, the, we've played all, all that games. mini league. We've played yeah. that mini league, mate. And, and now, yeah. so after this one, you've got you've got the big boys coming up. Obviously, Everton looks shocking at the minute. But you know what'll happen? Come, come. Obviously, we, we'll play them and, and probably get slaughtered off them because it's yeah. well, that we're that team. We are that well, team. We're bottom of the league. We haven't won a game. I mean, so like, no, no offense here, but we're getting similar to what Sheffield United were. You know, when mm. them last season, when them couldn't win a game, and obviously we rocked up and they beat us, but like. I, I know, obviously, we look at teams like, for example, you said Everton look shocking at the minute, but Everton will know we're shocking. Like, then we'll think yeah. we're shocking. So it's, it's you know, it's a tough one. I just feel that tomorrow, sorry, apologize, Saturday is, is huge. And if we could win on Saturday, what a shot in the arm that would be for everybody, everyone mm. involved. That would be the sort of the monkey off your back. It's, it's you know, you try and move on to the next games and et cetera. But I think, if they I don't think that's win on Saturday, a massive thing, mate. I think it's, it's a huge confidence thing now. And, yeah. The, the players will be feeling it more than anybody else. It's what 14 games now without a win. Um, yeah. Games where we've had God knows how many chances to, to, to win them. Obviously, you look at the Watford game, we can go on that there's loads of games that we've had in that oh, mini league where last minute chances and you think, what's happened there? And, and likes of penalty shouts and stuff like that. Um, we've had a, we've, we've been very unlucky. We have been, I, yeah. I, will, I will say there's been a fair few games where I think we have been unlucky. Um, the, the the one thing that I, I'll go back to quickly is the Norwich game in terms of the attitude of the players and the voices that I'm hearing from within. Like I think it was Shelby said, Shelby came out and said a really strong quote. I thought where he said something like, "Listen, I'm as far as I'm concerned, we will stay up because I've got every confidence in that group of players. I've got every confidence in the work that we're doing at the minute, and we'll we'll, we'll do it." Type of thing. There was a really sort of strong quote there. I, I felt that 
there seems to be a real belief with it amongst the group, which if you, as long as you've still got that, then you've got a chance, I guess. Um, well, mate, I was listening to the, the Pod on the Time podcast this morning with uh, George, Chris and Taylor. And George had, had recorded, it was the, the done like a, 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 day on, a day in the life of sort of thing where it's the recording themselves at the game, just obviously walking to the game. So Taylor was on the way as a fan. Chris was obviously in the press box and uh, George was in the stand as well. And yep. George afterwards on his vital notes after the game, he's saying, it's, he's saying that we seem destined for the drop. It's one of those seasons where everything's just going against Newcastle United. You look at the whole Eddie Howe situation, you get a new manager in, he gets COVID the night before the first game. Um, it took so long to get rid of Bruce, etc., etc. Then he says, "The thing is that this team, the the attitude from that the playing staff is second to none for me. It's been a while since we've had a group of players, which I wouldn't say necessarily thankful for, but you can tell, despite what's happening on the field, they are giving it their role. Yeah, yeah. And we saw uh, that Norwich. It's a prime example." Yeah, I totally agree. And I think, and, and again, this is why, this is why in a sense, you know, when we talk about being nervous for Saturday and stuff, I mean, of course, as I said at the start, I am a little bit, but hmm. I, I generally feel, it sounds really ridiculous to say this, but I generally feel in a, in a happy, in a, in, a, in a happy place when we're sitting bottom of the league, but like, I've got so much belief in Eddie Howe, like, I, 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 all, all I can say, right, is it might not work out in the end, right? But what I will hmm. say is, everything he's trying to do at the moment is everything I've ever asked for. Yeah. That's, all I've asked for is a manager to come in with fresh ideas, wanting to work hard, trying to get the best out of the group of players we've got. And that's what he's trying to do. And all right, we haven't won yet with him, but you can see from the outside looking in that he is trying everything he humanly can to make that happen. Um, and for me, like that's all you can do. That's all you can, you know what I mean? You can see from the fitness of the players, mate, like how much it's improved. Yeah over the last few weeks and you've had yep. players coming out and interview and not openly slagging off the previous coaching staff and management but you can tell that things have changed massively and we saw yep. the photos today of um the the back of the the um, yeah. dressing room the the church what the hell's that area called dressing room changing room well dressing room that's right yeah the dressing room, yeah. Changing room so, yeah. so the back of that obviously they've knocked through um, which that's was right, one yeah. of the, part of the players' lounge people were saying, and it's just a huge. I wondered, room. I was, I yeah. wondered how they got the room. I, I wondered what it used to be. Yeah, but so so they've knocked through there, and, and it's a like sort of a warm up area. There's obviously just yeah. artificial turf in there, and yeah. a few um, exercise bikes. But yeah. they'll be in there can, like play, like passing and stuff, warming up. Yes, yeah, exactly. It's really, just just uh, basically warming the muscles up, the basic yeah, yeah. sort of stuff, mate. The absolute yeah. basic. Which why is this not being thought of before? Or has it? And yeah. it's a fact that the previous owners just thought, no, we're not doing that. And like, I, I definitely know. think, yeah, I, I definitely think. Uh, to be fair, I don't think Steve Bruce would have thought of that. If I'm, if I'm being brutally honest with you, yeah. um, but I do think that maybe it could have been something Rafa may have perhaps thought of. Or mm. I'm not necessarily seeing a big room like that, but we know that Mike Ashley would never ever ever fund something like that. And and in fairness, again to the new owners, they've knocked that up within five minutes. You know, that's what mm. Eddie Howe's asked for, and they've done it. And Again, it's just another little piece of the puzzle that we're trying to we're trying to be better. And yeah. the, the the one thing that we've, we've every every single fan of this football club has asked for is to try and be the best we can be. And and I feel that that's what we're trying to do now. It's going to take a lot of time, but these little things that we're trying to do, we're, we're just trying to better ourselves. Um, I think this is this is why we're we're sat in this position, like like we've said, and like you've said there tonight, that we've sat rock bottom of the Premier League, and we're still thinking. 
you know what it is? Like the future looks a hell of a lot brighter than yeah. it ever has done. Yeah, yeah. And outside fans looking in must think we're absolutely mental. Mental. <laughs> but what I, what I have to say though, and I'll say it again, and I've said this so many times, this media perception of that we expect too much and we ask for too much mm. is that's why it is utter bullshit. Yeah. Because us as fans are sitting twentieth, and we're sitting smiling now, we're happy because we've got a bloody warm-up thing made for the players like do you know <laughs> what i mean like grass in the cupboard we've got exactly like we've got two training bikes and a bit of fake grass and we're like this is it this is it you know and it, that's what i mean by like we, we don't expect the earth and it's it's you know and we are happy i'm happy with what i'm here and it's happy what i'm what, with what i'm seeing i appreciate the results on the field eventually of course have to change as I've said before, we're trying our best. You know what I mean? And these little changes that are being made, you can see that the ownership care massively, yeah. like massively. And uh, the things that the owner uh, made, I put on Twitter, like saying like, you know, uh, almost like apologizing, but then saying like, we're so glad that you're still behind her. You know, it mm -hmm. means everything to her, um, which it does, you know, and I get that. And Eddie Howe, as I say, I cannot speak high, highly enough of the things that he's said and done since he's come in. And, and do you know what it is, mate? And we're sitting sat here thinking if we don't get three points against Burnley, we're basically admitting defeat. But then I, I think of it the other way and thinking, like like we've said there tonight, we've got every bit of faith in Eddie Howe as well. So I think until it's mathematically impossible, yeah. I'm still backing this team, you know. I, I really yeah. am. Yeah, and there's nothing that you know. That's, you know, I know I said on Monday that oh we're down. What what I mean is like, it's it's not that it, we're not down. Of course, because it's not mathematical. So we're not down. I just think it's just the, it, the, the incline's getting a hell of a lot higher. It just takes a hell of a lot. That that's all I say. But I do agree that you know if 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 we can, if Eddie Howe can continue to try and get the players fitter, get them to keep you know learning his way, the way that he wants them to play, mm -hmm. which again takes time. Get a little bit more rubber. The green would be nice, you know what I mean? A few yeah. penalties our way rather than against her. I appreciate we got one against Norwich, but that was the first of the season. Um, mm. It would be it would be nice, and you never know. And as I, as I said just before, if we can win on Saturday, what a shot in the arm that would be at the whole city. Like, mm. Right, Degger, give us a scoreline. Hey, I'm going 2-1 Newcastle. Okay. Um, I think it's going to be a pretty poor game, and I'm going to say 1-0 Newcastle, and Callum Wilson yeah. will grab it. We'll take that, eh? We'll take that. We need it. We need it, mate. It doesn't matter yeah, who's scoring. We'll take an own goal. I might, any I might, sort of goal, mate. I might finally be able to say my line on Monday. Finally. <laughs> oh, God. Maybe this is what it is. Maybe God, we're using that months, line. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I couldn't even, when was the last time you said it? Who was the last? Honestly. What was the last I, game? Well, it was last season, wasn't it? Obviously. Well, the last, Monday. I think the last home game was, was it not Chelsea? Oh, I don't know. I think you've just made that up. I, can't I, might, remember, have just, I might have just made that up. Um, I can't remember. The, somebody in the comments will know the exact last last time I won because I haven't got a clue when it was because it feels yeah. like absolute centuries ago. Yeah, it really does. It really does. It's a long time ago. Like mm. It might but, even be yeah. away from home. I can't, I can't remember the last St. James's Park win. I can't remember it. That's, no. I can't. Which is That's awful, I mean. but I can't. I can't. I can't. Uh, so, right. Decker, you're going 2-1. Yep. I'm going 1-0. Like was said, as soon as you get that first win, then hopefully, hopefully you'll see more on the back of that and it'll just roll over. Uh, our last win was Fulham. Last game of last, last season. Of course, yeah. yes. So there you go. So we haven't won at St. James's Park. Uh, so last home win was Sheffield United. So there was a game that we're allowed back. Would have been that That's one. Bad. Aye. 
God. Yeah, and that was an absolute stink of a game. We didn't even deserve that one either. <laughs> <laughs> it's sad, that isn't it? It's a long old time yeah. ago, that like. But... Um, I think I'll end on this one, mate. Callum Lewis okay. has just put in there that uh, Eddie Howe is having to fix the mess that Bruce has done. It's not just Bruce. It's it's the ownership. The the, the mess has been there for a long, long yeah. time. Bruce didn't yeah, help the situation. Really no. didn't. Um, But like we've said, I've got every bit of confidence in Eddie Howe. He's doing all the right things. Um, he's making those improvements, obviously, within the likes of the tactics, the, the training preparations. At the club itself, at the ground itself, and St. James's Park, we're seeing those changes. You're seeing them on, on the training field as well. It's these little things where hopefully we'll start to see the evidence that, that they're helping out. I, I think as well, just to, before we finish, is the connection that Howe's yeah. made with the fans has been unbelievable from the mm. off. He said the right things. He's been out on the field applauding the support as early, like straight away when he's had the opportunity. And I know people could say, um, oh, well, he's always bound to do that. But not every manager does that when they, mm. when they haven't won a game. It's easy to come out when you've won your first home game and you're loving it and you're fist pumping the crowd. But, you know, we, we held on to the 1-1 against second bottom and he was out there applauding the fans, which I thought was tremendous. He did it at Arsenal. He went over to Arsenal after we got beat. Yeah. Um, he's, he's had a fantastic um, connection with the fans since coming in. Like, yeah, right. Well, mate, we'll we'll call it a night. It's it's after ten o'clock, man. What we're doing? What is it with me? You're doing late night podcasts. We're getting late ones, aren't we? Yeah, yeah it's alright, all mate. I love seeing you on a night time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you upstairs, mate. All right. <laughs> right. Thanks everybody for watching. As always, um, if you did, do you just say thank you to me or to the no, I said like, thank you to them. People watching. <laughs> Well, thank you for having us on, Chris. It's been lovely. <laughs> but yeah, thanks to everybody that has been watching there, people that have downloaded the audio as well. We've had quite a few tweets today. People tag in the Spotify, Spotify things um, over the, the last 12 months where it tells you you most yeah. listen to podcasts and yeah. things like that. Yeah. Um, so, so that's always good to see as well. Um, Deck has now in the Telegram group as well. Um, have you muted that one now? <laughs> Yeah, that's muted. Yeah, well, it's just I just don't have the time, like you you know, with me kids and that and work and what have you. But um, and the gotta get shots one. I mean, there's a thousand messages a minute and that. That really yeah. is. Um, but no, I, you know, I'm I'm trying to make an effort. To be fair, I'm trying. Yeah. So if you are a member, if you do want to become a member, we've had a few private messages as well. People asking how to do that. If you do go on the homepage of the YouTube channel and click on join, it's two ninety nine a month or four ninety nine a month. You choose whichever level you want to go at. You get early access to a lot of the videos, including the My United videos. There's a handful of those there now, as well as access to that Telegram group, which we've just mentioned, which basically it's similar to WhatsApp group. And every member of the channel gets a code to join that group and just have a bit crack with fellow Newcastle United fans. Like-minded people. It's pretty positive in there at the minute as well. It is. All right, yeah. So um, thanks, everybody. Thanks, Degger. Thank you. Enjoy thank everybody night. else. Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.